Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. The announcement for the One Teen Unity Comp Volume 2 dropped. I'm super stoked on that announcement. Cruelty, Moment of Truth, Payback, Invoke, Mind Force, Pain of Truth, Point of Contact, Year of the Knife, Dead Heat, Final Right, Scourge, Struck Nerve, Raw Brigade, Burning Strong, Striker, Outnumbered, and Almighty Watching. Such an awesome lineup of bands, and I'm seriously so stoked for the summer. I can't wait to hear all these exclusive tracks from every band on this comp. So please support this comp, support From Within Records. If you're not following them on social media, like I always say, please go boot up your Instagram, your Twitter, hit that follow button, and seriously, stay up to date, because there's gonna be awesome announcements leading up to that release in the summer. So shout out to everyone working on the comp. Shout out to every band who is down to be on the comp. I'm super stoked that the announcement finally happened. And I, I seriously can't wait. This summer is going to be even more awesome now that I can picture uh, what this comp is going to be like. And seeing the whole lineup in front of me, it, it, it's super awesome. So shout out to From Within Records for bringing it back this year. And I'm so stoked that they're keeping this comp going. It, it is something that I think is very special. And I'm happy to to help promote it. So shout out to From Within Records. Like I always say, support From Within Records because they support us. On today's episode, we track down our good friend, Eulogy. He just dropped a new record titled Daggers, and I'm so so hyped on uh, that record. I'm a, a fan of his music, and I, I just believe in him, and I just want to support him any way that I can. So it was a pleasure for me to have him back on the podcast to talk about the new music, we kind of just went through the record, broke down a couple tracks and, and just had a chance to catch up on what life's been like since the last time he was on the podcast. I consider uh, Eulogy a great friend. I hope you enjoy this conversation. So strap in and without further ado, welcome Eulogy to the show. Welcome back to the podcast. Riddell, how's it going? Hey, what's up, Jamie? I'm doing all right. Man, I'm happy to have you back. I, I really enjoyed our conversation last time. I, I felt like um, it, it went over really well, and I just walked away just being like, wow, Riddell's an awesome dude, and I'm happy I was able to talk to him. And I was looking forward to the day that I had you back on the podcast. So here we are, and I'm stoked that you're down to do it again. Yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate it. Actually, uh, a lot of people responded to me after I um, posted link to uh our combo the pod so it was cool that i got a lot of like feedback from random people just like oh i never knew this and that about you heard you on the pod so yeah it was cool i i really enjoyed it <clears throat> oh yeah well uh main reason why we're having you back today is um you uh eulogy and new record drop today yeah daggers just came out today uh yeah just came out it's, it's crazy i haven't really um said much about it online today i just kind of like hey it's out just because i feel like i've been saying so much about it the past months that i just like put it out there and let it do a thing you know what i mean see what happens 
Oh, <clears throat> so yeah, you, you had this like build up towards it. And I know obviously I, I follow you on social media, so I, I seen you posting about it, but um, don't you want to keep that uh, train going by promoting it? Or do you feel like it's kind of get to the point where it could turn like uh, to be like a little too cheesy or too corny if you keep pushing it? I mean, I feel like any artist, you should push your art as much as you feel like it. You know what I mean? But uh, to me, I just feel like I don't want to beat it to the ground. Mm-hmm. I have been told that a lot of people's attention span is really short these days. So it's not really a big deal if you promote yourself often because uh, it's actually for the better um, for your product. But again, I just feel weird sometimes just every day being like, hey, 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 check this out, check this out. So uh, I'm on the fence about it. I mean, I'll probably like hype it up a little bit more for a couple more weeks and then, you know, let it chill out. And then um, maybe in like a month or so, and then ask people how they feel about it or whatever, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I just kind of just want to like put it out there and let people take it in for however they want to take it in. That's fair. I I definitely know um, how that is because I'm kind of in this boat where um, I was actually having a conversation with a, a a buddy who also does a podcast, and he was telling me like, dude, if you did like a video format, you'd get like so much more views, and uh, you're know, just trying to um, like. Uh, kind of point out where uh, he felt like I was like lacking um, when it comes to like, you know, me and like me promoting the podcast and uh, just trying to figure out ways to to grow the audience. And I, I thought about it like, yeah, I was like a, a video element would be cool because like I've done video before. Like I like most recently I, I did one when I had on uh, Dan Schultz, a singer of Warren. Uh, that was a special one because we we're talking about the the Warren record coming out. And it was it was something that I was experimenting with, and and over here we're uh, jmurkay.com, we're a, a one man team right now. So like I do everything, and when I edited that video, I was like, oh, I don't really have time to to do this for every episode. So I was like, I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll do it a little more consistently. But um, I was just like, I don't really care if uh, you know this is like going to be the biggest podcast in the world or not. I'm doing it because I'm having fun with it, and um, you know, just trying to put it out there for people to listen to. And, and I, I don't want to get to the point where I'm shoving it in people's faces, trying to, you know, you know, basically kind of like beg them to listen. It's just like I do it. And for the people who are aware and who are into it, cool. And, um, you know, and I hope people will just like stumble upon it randomly. You know, I'm not trying to you know, do like big campaigns to, to get people over here to listen to the JMRK podcast. Like it's like I'm, I'm at the point where uh have like a solid, uh you know, uh, listenership. Um, everybody out there. Cool. Thank you for the support. Um, and if we get new people on. Awesome. But if this is where we're at, like I'm, I'm totally cool with it because I'm not. Like I said, I'm not trying to do this to become the biggest podcast. I, I do it because I, I'm having fun and I love it. And I, and I love talking to people like you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally feel you. It's uh, As artists, it's definitely a line that um, we consciously have to decide if we want to cross that or not. Because, you know, even up with this campaign to promote my album, my management was like, you know, post this with a picture and then like this with that because algorithms pick up things better if it's like your face and not the album art. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like, I just want to post the album art. Like, I don't want to post a picture of myself. I hate posting pictures of myself. So, but it's also like, if that's how the system works, I feel like sometimes you just have to go with it if that's what you're aiming for to get a bigger audience. But also, like you said, if you don't care and you're content, then just do whatever you, whatever you want, you know? Yeah, because I'm not like, uh, you know, uh, doing these podcasts, booking these guests, uh, you know, like counting the 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 views or the listens like i i see it every now and then because I'll, I'll i'll check in and i'm curious um but i'm not like doing stuff based off the amount of listens that it gets or the you know and all of it's um 
because it's everywhere and like there's even obviously i'm like the numbers that i see aren't 100 percent accurate because obviously there's going to be people who you know are sitting in the car with their friend who are listening so it's like you know as long as it's out there and uh you know the, the feedback they've gotten it, it, it's good it's cool but like i said I, I don't really care to become like the you know the like the joe rogan of podcasting like i, I love joe rogan big inspiration but i'm not trying to <clears throat> do that if it happens cool but like you know it's like not something that i'm like really focused on right but i mean i'll I, I think it would be cool to have, you know, but I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, but for every listen, just to be clear, like I, I appreciate everybody that tunes in all the subscribers. You guys mean a lot to me. You guys surprise me. Um, but like I said, I, I'm not just trying to, you know, do this to become popular or be right, number right. one, you know? Yeah. That shouldn't, I don't think that should be anyone's motives for anything, but it sadly it is for some people. True. True. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you you run to those people who are like in the same space as you, and then you kind of realize like, okay, not not everyone is like genuine. Or you see, you know, obviously like people have different goals, which is totally fine. But when you see people just go about it in like these weird, nasty ways, I'm just like, yeah, I got to stay away from those kind of people. Definitely. But new album Daggers. I, I'm curious, uh, what was the um, recording process like, and, and the writing process of this record? Did, did it take a while? When did it start? Uh, yeah. So um, it started in like. Honestly, it started in 2016, 17. Oh, wow. Uh, but it was re-recorded and stuff. So I got to re-record it um, during during the, I guess, I want to say like April, May, June of the pandemic of last year. Uh-huh. Right after I just did the Drip EP, I was like, I was like feeling myself. I was like, yo, I got a chance to redo the, the eulogy uh, album because the first singles that we released were re-recorded and then we were just going to re-record the singles and just put out the the old version of the album and I was kind of like nah I gotta redo the whole thing and they were like I don't know you got time for that and I was like just let me do it like I can get it done just just let me do it and then mm-hmm. they're like all right cool and then <clears throat> they were like well 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 if it's going to sound as good as like snakes and the other tracks that you redid then just go for it you got the time whatever like you can't tour if, if you think you can do it done, like they're like, whatever, it's, there's no timeline anymore, you know? So uh, I just re-recorded it at my homie's um, studio. Shout out Toby, um, Lion City Studios. He's actually moving to a bigger space soon. So congratulations on that. And then um, <clears throat> recorded it all there and then uh, sent it off to my homie, Brendan, Brendan Williams, who did the uh, drip uh, for mixing and mastering. And then Mike uh, mastered it for the vinyl. So that's like the team, you know? So it was like a two, two, three month process for recording. And then they did their thing, sent it back to me. We did some, edited some things. And then that was that. And was there like a a big reason why you wanted to re-record? Yeah, I, so I like originally, you know, put out the album and then like, got picked up on the label and they were like, yo, I guess it's okay to talk about this now, but they were just kind of like, yo, this is so dope. Like, I can't believe this isn't a thing or like people aren't into this. Like, I don't, we don't know what's going on, but we want to help you. And then that's kind of like how that all started. And they were like, let's just take everything offline and, and do this, do this proper. So you get like, you know, the proper recognition that, uh, you deserve so from from like 
I guess I guess it's like for the last two years, year and a half, I just kind of just been like re-editing everything, the imagery, the, just everything. And just kind of like got a second chance to like really do this proper. And then when I got to re-record it, that was just like the icing on the cake. And then I've been performing and touring on the album for a while. So it was like, <clears throat> I got to tweak everything that worked and didn't work prior to recording the first time. Mm-hmm. And then um, just honestly, it just sounds like exactly the way I wanted it to, you know, so. And I, I do feel like that is like a pretty interesting opportunity because normally, uh, you know, bands will uh, probably play like a couple new songs live and then the whole album comes out. But for you to kind of get to be able to do a lot with that material and then have a chance, um, like, you know, weird situation with the pandemic. So you, you were given a lot of time uh, or downtime and then you're able to just uh, kind of do everything how you want. I, I think that was a, a really awesome like opportunity for you to be able to do that. Yeah, dude. I mean, at first I was like, again, I would when uh like we said on the first cat podcast like at first i was really like bummed out that i couldn't tour and all this stuff but then i was like well at least let me just focus on the actual music because that's what's going to take me where i need to go anyway mm-hmm. so i was like and then because of the, the two of the tracks were like freshly recorded and then the rest weren't and i was like i'm just such a perfectionist in my head i was like dude i gotta do the whole thing i just gotta redo the whole thing this, they don't match up anymore you know what i mean like the the energy um my vocal takes so just was able to redo the whole thing um it's slightly different than the first one so if anyone who has like the tape for the first run it's like super rare that's like the demo now uh but it's out there you know so um it's cool to just like just be able to like kind of like get a second chance you know and really like do do the do the project proper yeah um listening to the record uh i i felt like it, it sounded like like professional if that makes sense yeah yeah honestly man dude i'm telling you like the i i don't know did i send you a tape no no i'm oh, the, fuck. okay my bad i'm gonna send you some tape so i'll send you the original you. tape okay of, of daggers which is the original take and it's not online anymore for obvious reasons but you'll see it's almost it's like almost it's like a completely different album um, we, we, P Morris and I did it at my house originally. And, um, it was like a, a week process. <clears throat> and that was just like, once we did it, it was done. Like we didn't change anything. And then, um, again, you know, like when most artists record, they're like, oh, I want to change this. I want to change that. But you kind of can't, it's just like out there and it's stuck. So I just came across the opportunity where I got to just redo everything and act like it never happened. So. Oh, and, and they were just, it would, the whole thing was like, you know, you're out here and people know about you, but there's way more people who don't. So even if we just take this all away, your true friends aren't going to care. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of like anyone who didn't know about me was just like this dude doing all this with no music out in a way, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but really I had like all this time under my belt that, I mean, really it was just the shows. That's what got me to this point. Just my live shows, like my bread and butter so yeah um, i feel like it, it's part of the learning experience because obviously um you can write a song and record it in the studio but when you go out there and you perform it in front of somebody i feel like it's a it's a whole different experience yep it could, it, it, it's i mean every, your average band will tell you like you'll write a song and then you'll play it live and the crowd response is either exactly what you want it to be or way way off and sometimes bands change that to to please the crowd and some don't but I like I like from the 
the crossover. I like the live show to just be as lit as like if you're just listening to it in your car or in your headphones. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally drawing a blank, but I had somebody on recently and they were telling me that they like to, uh, you know, write a new song and then go test it live to see how um, you know people react and see how it feels, you know, playing those songs in front of people. And then um, and then they'll go back and be able to tweak it before it gets recorded, before it becomes permanent, you know, like on the Internet. Yeah. When I first did Daggers, I, I sent my friend Travis, who was a picture playing um, one of the tracks. And he was like, oh, this is dope. And I was like, yeah, I'm about to put it out. And he's like, just he just like, just play live. Just play with it live first. Like, he's like, don't don't rush to put it out. He's like, make sure the live uh, aspect to it is just as good. Um, so I'm, I was really grateful for that advice early on. Yeah, because it's 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 one thing to you know um, obviously sometimes uh, bands or artists will you know play something new and uh, people aren't really familiar with it, but then sometimes there's like that that one like you know quote unquote new song that they keep playing and for, for the people who uh, have seen them a lot or it gets posted online and then you know, people become familiar with it so when they play that newer song or that that little more unknown song and you start to see people like recognize it and go off for that that's when you're like, okay, cool. Like this is going to be something. So I, I, I like when uh, bands are able to, to um, you know, take that risk and then um, learn to tweak it to where they want it to be. And then, you know, for the people to um, take um, notice and uh, get into it live before they can even like hear it on CD. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I got a couple of tracks that I've never recorded. That I've just only played live and people are always like, it's not even daggers and people are just like, dude, where's that song? And, so it's cool. I, I love when bands do that too. Uh, again, it's just because there's no rules. You know what I mean? Like, dude, nothing should be set in stone until you really feel like it's it's great. But some people don't really write music or songs for them to be great. But I kind of think about the big picture whenever I I put a put a song together. Um, just because the the crowd is well up until a year ago, like the shows was such a big part. I mean, it still is, but mm -hmm. such a big part of the the music. Like just. You know, I remember growing up, like if a band wasn't well rehearsed, I just I didn't want to really see them. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like like the, the 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 songs that you just keep playing and, and and tweaking always end up being really good or just like all right, we, we dug this to the ground. We just probably not play it anymore. You know, mm -hmm. but I feel like every, I feel like everyone loves those songs though. The songs that you don't want to play anymore. You know, everyone has that song. Every band has that song too. Where you're like. I don't want to that's like their best song but no one wants to no one in the band wants to play anymore because it's like the first song that they like rewrote in three times and tweaked it <laughs> yeah because uh it, it's interesting when you view your art in a certain way versus the way um you know like the fans or the the, the listeners do because there's been um times where i felt like i put out a conversation that i wasn't like too thrilled on um but you know, obviously, I I recorded it, and um, it wasn't like the worst conversation. Uh, but it was just something that I was like, okay, I was like, I I wonder if people are gonna like this episode, and then you know, just being skeptical, put it out there, and you know, start getting a lot of positive feedback, and I'm just like, wow, like I felt like I underperformed, but people were you know very nice about it. So um, sometimes uh, it, it, I I find that interesting, where like, yeah, you won't be too impressed, or you're you're not too fond of something that you've created, but you know, you put it out there, and you just get this like, um, you know, opposite uh, reaction from the people who are listening. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's like my, I don't know if it's just me. It's probably other artists too, but after a while, like with this album, I was just like, are people going to like this? Like, I love it, but, but then also it's like, uh, like you don't want to care, but you mm -hmm. do. 
You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of artists are like, I don't care what people think, but it's like, are you sure? Like, you're not, you don't be mad if no one liked it. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's one of those things I think we, uh, we try to like, not think about when we write because we love it, but then, you know, sometimes we'll sit back and like, damn, do people like this? So it's a toss up, you know? And were you ever skeptical or um, felt uh, nervous because um, obviously you got a chance to, to do all these tweaks and stuff to, to these songs that, that you've had, but were there, or was there ever a point where you're like, damn, is this even going to be worth it? Should I have just left it alone? Should I have just created like yeah. a whole new project? Yeah. I, uh, I thought about that a lot, but I just felt like this, this piece of music and art, this album was just so special because it got me to this point uh, in my music career in a way, you know? So, and I think uh, when I first put it out, like no one just knew what to do with it. So, you know, when I had people kind of like telling me like, hey dude, this is really great. Um, we're gonna help you like get this out proper. It just made me feel a lot more validated and I didn't question myself as much. Because it was like, you know, like I said, like I put it out and nothing really happened at first. You know, I was getting booked a lot of shows because of my energy. But as far as like the the recognition of the actual piece itself, not too many people were saying much about it, which is fine. But um, to me, it was always just like, damn, this isn't good then. You know what I mean? Like the val- sometimes you just need that validation to like boost your your self-esteem and I don't care what, you know, other artists think, but you know, I don't need to be validated by anyone, but sometimes like when you get that, that extra push, it like makes everything like better, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And especially for you, since you're, um, making, uh, you know, uh, like you know, I, I'll say interesting music because I'm a fan. Obviously, really yeah, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Um, and obviously, I'm a fan, uh, and I, I want to you know uh, see you succeed. But when when it comes to you know people hearing uh, you know uh, stuff that they're not used to or familiar with that they can like you know fit in a box or kind of group it with um, things that they're already familiar with, I feel like they, they can be um, a little shy towards getting into it or wanting to, to, to post about it. Cause, cause it might not be the cool or hip thing, yeah. which is totally fine. But obviously um, that's why people like you um, who, who are working hard and believe in their craft. I, I feel like it's important for you guys to obviously um, people might not get in the beginning, but you know, uh, obviously for you who, who who's kept pushing um, and to see where you're at now, where people are actually paying attention, you're getting covered by these bigger outlets. I, I feel like it's important for people to know, just, just do what you love and people will find you and it might not hit at first. It, it might not, um, you know, hit, uh, you know, like soon, like you want it to, but, um, I feel like people who just uh, do what they love and just work hard at it. Um, eventually people are going to have to pay attention. Yeah, definitely. And I, I just keep saying that, uh, online, I've been saying that online a lot, just like eulogy to, to inspire and make people see that anything's possible. That's like a phrase I've been saying a lot just because it's, it isn't really anything but it's a lot you know what i mean like it, i feel like eulogies just touches so many things and uh sounds and boundaries and just the idea of it so it, it really just want to inspire people um and i feel like at this point i can like confidently be like yeah look i did it you know like it's out here like it's been recognized as different but also relatable hardcore punk 
hip hop. So it's a good feeling. And I'm curious when shows do come back because we're, we're at the point now where you know things are getting announced and uh, you know people are way more vaccinated and it seems like the numbers are going down everywhere. So uh, the idea of a show is, doesn't seem uh, so foreign anymore. Uh, when they do eventually come back and you play, is it still just going to be you solo, or are you going to try to have members up there? Because I was listening to the album, I know there's like you know some more like like uh, rock elements, so like you know could have more people on, or is it just going to be you? Um, I mean, I've toyed with that idea from day one. Um, it's a possibility. I think it's more powerful and it's a bigger statement when it's just me, mm-hmm. but, um, with the sounds of the new album, it's definitely a lot that I did. Some friends did, so I can't do it all just on stage dolo. Yeah. So, but I think like post to recording, I had like a, a pretty good setup to like, compensate for not having one anyone else on stage so it, it's um it's i wouldn't put it past me that to try it at least at least try it but um i think i'm just rocking with just me for now uh it's kind of like just to prove the point you know yeah no that, that that's totally fair i uh don't have a preference I, I was just curious about the direction that um, you were thinking about going in just because um like like you mentioned like you know a, a lot of sounds on the new record uh, you know can um, incorporate more people and uh, you yeah. know different setup yeah um it definitely um I'm, I'm into it if i can find the right people anyone out there listening who's down you don't gotta be local hit me up like honestly it's 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 just really has to be the right people and the energy and like like you really got to feel that shit so Mm -hmm. i feel it but i can't say that even if i can get someone who could play along guitar or drums or whatever to it i don't want just that i want like you to really feel this shit so that's why it's kind of hard for me to like again like i've always wanted this to be a band honestly so um if i can find people who can like portray that that energy and really feel what i'm saying then i would love to like at least try it out you know because uh there could be room for like someone doing synth or bass and guitar drums like it is me doing vocals instead of me doing like everything at once you know what i mean yeah just running um, around so we'll see only time will tell like i'm 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 not i'm not gonna say no but i all my friends have always been like it's so much more powerful like when it's just you though so we'll see though because i i definitely want to like do it just for my own sake just to like hear it because like, i've always envisioned it a specific way if there was like someone playing drums or guitar or whatever else to it too so yeah I, th- I think it's something i'll do at least if it's not live I, i'll definitely do like a like a live video studio session or something with, with that type of setup okay and i'm happy to see that you're still with uh cell laboratories yeah yeah the, so they're they're we, they, i mean we partnered with this um a year and a half ago so uh, we may work on something, my next project, uh, I might work with someone else. I might just do Dolo, but yeah, sells like, uh, I mean, even though they're like a label, they're kind of family in a way. Like we, we have like really personal conversations, Maddie and, um, Terry are awesome people, awesome musicians. Um, you know, like they, like I said, they've been around forever in the scene. Um, Terry used to drum in Christensen is that band on eulogy records, like forever ago maddie was in poolside uh i think he, i believe he still is in poolside and um they're based in like california and then what was in the rapture uh which is you know 
huge band and then uh, he has a solo project safer so like they're just new yorker musicians who have been around and like really are like kind of like mentors in a way not even like i don't even see them as like a label because like i'm like their first artist they've really worked with you know mm -hmm. so it's kind of all like an experiment in a way too so uh but they have like faith in me and they've like invested time and like their ideas and resources to like help me get further in my career so we'll always have like a relationship you know what i mean mm -hmm. um so yeah. shout out to daddy shout out to prince um really appreciate them seems like a good first experiment dude definitely i i remember when they first hit me up i was like looking at my phone like this real you know so because again i was always just a fan of their music like the rapture i would literally go to like nightclubs and dance to the songs you know like straight up so yeah and I don't know why, but for, for me, when I look at uh, bands and I see them working with the same people who they like came up with, like, you know, when, when they first started, like the early stages, whether it be, uh, you know, label, producer, uh, artist, uh, you know, uh, you know, person doing art for them, whatever. For, for me, I, I always just think it's cool when, when people just kind of uh, stick with the same people that were with them when they first started. And I get it, you know, people grow, people change or people want to try different looks, which is totally fine. But it, for me, I, I feel like there's just something special when you kind of like look and you see like, oh, it's like it's kind of been like the same for like the majority of the career, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've, it's it's a reason why people do that because the music world's so fickle, I feel. And like, it's like when you have friends who are doing this, like, it's kind of like, it's like, it's like your motivators. It's like, all right, I have these friends and these friends and these friends and they're all doing this and that. And even if it's not the same type of music, it's like, they could just literally just be your friends and you're like, all right, like, I'm going to push you. You're going to push me. We're going to like try to do this. And like, we're just going to play the same shows together. And like, we're like, some people just have that, that unit bubble, even if it's like three bands, you know, that you might see three bands or two other bands all the time and stuff like that. But it, it works because it's like, uh, like the turnstile unit you know what i mean you see how they maneuver like that it's just kind of like you know once you have your little setup you can it's kind of like a business you know mm -hmm. so you know mitch mitch helped me out on the um the eulogy album he's in drip and like you know him and i like we treat our band like a business and we have a lot of things that aren't necessarily band related that go and coincide with the band that um just make up other things that we're just like have ideas for so yeah it's all connected okay uh just got a couple of questions about the the new record obviously it's titled daggers yeah. but when i look at the cover art uh -huh. i only see like one dagger yeah is is there a specific reason behind that or um so the all the artwork is done by my homie even a single art mm -hmm. uh it, it wasn't necessarily a play on like it's called daggers but the imagery doesn't really have to do with daggers but um just the knife and the, the motion of like like you know the a lot of tracks are about like being backstabbed or revenge or like you know losing friends so that switchblade is kind of like an iconic like punk hardcore like imagery you know and mm -hmm. it's, it's known for like badass like get stabbed or you know it's a switchblade so um it, it was just more of like the aesthetic than like a play on like daggers because like we could have just put daggers on there but you know daggers is just 
it means what it means. You know, everyone knows what daggers are. Like, so um, I say it in my in, in the wagon. I say I got these daggers neatly tucked inside of my waist because I have like daggers tattooed on my on my waist. So um, that represent family members. Uh, but yeah, it, it was just just like more of a vibe, you know, because I I didn't want to like do like daggers and like six daggers or something. So I don't know. Okay. But and uh, I felt like, people, I felt like the, the knife, just having some type of knife would get the point across. And uh, the album is 15 tracks, which is a pretty good chunk of, uh, mm -hmm. you know, of, of tracks. I feel like that that's uh, like a good amount. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm curious, were you nervous at all to have that many tracks on your album? Uh, nah, I mean, uh, there's there's four like interludes mm -hmm. that are transitions, whatever people want to call them. But they're they're no, they're 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 also like they're actual tracks to me though. But um, there's no lyrics and they're they're pretty brief. Uh, but no, man, I just I just I felt like it was like it made it it made it more serious. You know what I mean? Like this ain't this isn't this isn't a, a EP. This is like an album. You know, this is like a body of work. I got some stuff that I need to say. It's it's kind of like my calling card in a way because it's not even a percentage of like half of what I really want to do or say. But hopefully, this gets the point across that like I got ideas and I'm trying to like express myself differently and not not in like the way that you might think you would do. But even when it comes to like guitar or like rapping or beats or whatever, like I, I just feel like I disinterpreted a little bit differently for this album and just did my own thing. And all the like the interludes, if you want to um, call them, they're all numbered. For yeah, the, yeah. For the, is there a significant meaning behind those numbers? Because I was like staring at them and I was like, why? Yeah, I was like, what is. do they mean? So the uh, the I have an EP called Vessels. Mm -hmm. If you're like a, if you're a fan or you follow my art, you'll know what that is. And that's pretty much the all the numbered all the tracks on vessels. There's there's the song titles are just numbers, and if you look at the vessel tracks, there's uh, numbers missing, and those are the numbers that are on daggers. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Those are the number of tracks on daggers. Yeah. So, so again, it just ties in my work some in some weird way. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Work. Like I'm saying it now, but like real fans like. I, it's like it's like I, like it's like I want people to like nerd out about shit like that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was just something I thought about before I even did both of those projects. So it's cool to incorporate that, and it also shows like a like you know my like my weird. I don't really like noise art or noise music, but um, I always thought when I would see those types of acts, I could do it do it better. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was my take on um those interludes are on, on noise yeah on electronics harsh harsh noise electronics and stuff yeah no it, it's, it's a good uh break in, in between all the tracks i i feel like it's a you know like for, for people who aren't like really familiar with that kind of music it, it's a good way for them to kind of let them dabble yeah and i want and I, I feel like that you know it when i say do it better i just feel like i don't i feel a lot of people are turned off by that that scene in, in that genre so i just kind of was like yeah well let me add some like flavor like a hip-hop like mindset to it and like make it so that it's kind of like catchy and it bumps but also it's intense but also it's it happens and going so fast that you're not like annoyed and like turned off you know 
So is the noise community going to come after you for this? Um, they might, but I don't care. I, I, I was, I've been accepted by the noise community probably before punk and hardcore, honestly. So, okay. Yeah. Like uh, my first couple of shows were some weird noise shows. So uh, they, 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 they rock with me. It's all good. I, I'm, I'm really curious cause I'm seriously not familiar with um, anything like that. So I, I, I want to see some like video or something from those shows. I feel like that'd be pretty yeah, interesting Baltimore, to watch. Baltimore had a, a really weird noise scene uh, when I was coming up. It's not, and then, you know, it trickles into a lot of other areas. Um, and it's very, it's, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be open-minded. Um, but again, that's, I was down to taking that experience, which I feel a lot of people aren't. And that's just my love for music. So when I would go to those shows, I'd feel super uncomfortable and kind of like not hate, but want to badmouth the artist, but didn't kind of look back on myself and say, well, who am I to say that this isn't art or music or that this isn't something that was well thought out, you know, because a lot of people don't think of it that way. So like, again, I was just taking myself and taking away my ego and just kind of like being like, dude, you say you like music, like just try to take it in for what it is. So once I got past that, I was like, I could get just how uncomfortable it made me feel. I was like, damn, why does this this make me feel uncomfortable? You know what I mean? As I'm pretty sure a lot of other people who aren't noise heads are when they see or hear that stuff, you know? So yeah, it was just like, you know, tilting my hat and being like, yo, I see you, I, I can get down too, you know? Yeah, and also uh, it's pretty interesting that uh, they were so welcoming and you, you think about the, the space that we're in, they're probably more welcoming than some people that we're even closer to when it comes to music styles. Yeah, I mean, and it's cool because even people like in that scene, like out of performing, people are like, dude, that, yo, that was the, that was the dopest shit I've ever seen or that was so heavy. Like I would have never thought about, I, I, I saw you and I didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? So it's just like, that's exactly what, that's exactly why I'm here, you know? For sure. To get in front of, uh, like not your typical audience and be able to kind of turn people into fans. I I feel like that's a, you know, like a good thing that you're able to do that because you you never really know who's going to appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. And and, I don't do this for just anyone. So if anyone, if you have eyes to see and ears to hear, as they say, come up, come one, come all, I'm down. I like, I don't want this to, this isn't about me. It's about just showing people that, hey, you can express yourself in whatever way. And I just figured out how to do it in like a package that was presentable so that people at least give it a try. Hmm. So I, I feel like uh, the second track on the album, Realist, could be like yeah. like an anthem. I, I was bumping that. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's the last song I wrote for the album. And uh, my, my future stuff will probably go in that direction. It's probably... Everyone in my close friend circle who's heard the album before it came out, they're like, yo, this is this is this is this is the one. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you said that. Like yeah. even the um the uh Brandon who like makes the master, he's like, This is the one. Like he's like, This is the track. So that's cool. That's why I started off with like with it. I was just like, let me just hit him with it. Mm-hmm. But do you plan on doing anything special with it? I mean, I'm I'll, I'm gonna do a video for it. Okay. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite songs just because it's like it was like the that was like the song where I was like, yo, like like this is eul- like I'm eulogy. Like I this is I feel confident in this now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so that's why it's just called realist. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but then it's also just like a like a hype song, you know what I mean? It's like it's like letting you know off top, like, yo, 
I'm, I'm the dude and <laughs> whatever that might mean, you know, mm-hmm. that's just my mindset. I had, I had to tell myself that. So, yeah, no, I, I enjoy the, the confidence. Yeah. Cause, uh, the, the fact that you believe in yourself so much definitely says a lot. So just knowing that about you always gets me pumped. I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm down for this. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I know at the end of the day, like I know that like, this is, um, like I'm taking a risk by like presenting it and doing it this way and, or whatever I'm doing, you know, but I feel as though it's just as good as anything else that's out there, punk, hardcore, electronic rap. So I'm like, yo, cause I, I would literally like play this before it came out next to like songs I liked that a bigger artist. And I was like, all right, it's the sound quality is just as good. Like the energy is just as good. Like, so when Realist came out, when I wrote Realist, I was just at the point where I was doubting myself a lot and where my career would go, but also feeling myself that like I was onto something great. Yeah, no, I, I believe in you. Uh, that's why I, like I said, that's why I, I always want to have you on the podcast. And I always question because I, I, I listen to bands uh, that aren't like super popular or the biggest band. And I, I, I always try to like kind of piece that out of my head because I'm just like, okay, like when I listen to this, um, this band's music, I honestly feel like it's quality stuff. It can hold up against what is like, you know, big right now, what people mm-hmm. think are like the, the the best bands in hardcore. But I feel like the only thing that's missing is that uh, like the awareness, like people just don't know. So I'm just like, OK, like, is that it or or, or am I just crazy? Because like the, the, the music, it's like speaks for itself. And I feel like, like, like I said, in my opinion, that I feel like these bands could, uh, you know, stand toe to toe with the, the, the bands that are like currently big. And I'm just like always confused because like some bands, obviously, like it'll take time for them to, to grow to get there because uh, they have to get that audience because people just don't know right away. But there are bands who who are out there. And I'm just like, man, I'm just so confused on why they're not the biggest band. And, you know, people do know, but it's just like, you know, obviously people get slept on or yeah, or yeah. just like whatever reason. It always just boggles my mind. Yeah, that's I mean, that was that was my story. And even to this day, I can't say that. I mean, I guess I guess I'm getting like. Again, like I'm in I'm in my own head and I've always been. So like, you know, I'm getting notoriety and like write-ups and I was just in AP's magazine, 100 artists need to know. And um, just like stuff like that, but also like on the ground level, sometimes I don't, I don't know like if it's like, if people are vibing, you know what I mean? Like you said, like it's sometimes it just takes like one person to like, one popping band to have on a shirt that no one knows about and they see the, the, the singer in a shirt of some banner like they look that band up the next night and they're popping the next morning you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. literally some, sometimes that's just how it happens sometimes it's uh because the bands themselves like again they don't care i don't know i feel like in the music world like you kind of gotta like even though even if you're good you kind of gotta like put yourself out there just a little bit more to like go to extra step you know what i mean sometimes being good just isn't good enough but sometimes it is and like you get picked up and you get management or representation that like do all the work for you because it's i feel like it's really just about at this point like marketing and like just presenting yourself and making people want to like listen to you because there's so many bands out there now you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's so many bands you could tell me about 40 bands right now i don't know about and probably vice versa, you know what I mean? True. So it's just like, 
I mean, to this day, I, I'm still trying to figure it out, honestly. <laughs> okay. Well, over here at uh, the Jamie K podcast, uh, you know, it's just, it's just me. I'm, I'm making a joke, but uh, this is what I want to do is, is I'll, I always want to just help and, uh, you know, just make people more aware of bands, artists that I'm into that I think are cool, that I think deserve recognition. So uh, I, I hope, uh, you know, not with just you, but with everybody that, that I have on, I'm hope I'm able to, you know, at least get them, uh, you know, a little more, uh, you know, exposure. Definitely. Yeah. I mean. Like I said, after the first podcast we did, I had several people hit me up that I, I guess through the podcast, it was like, hey man, loved, loved hearing your story. So I think, I think you're in the right direction for sure. I think you are too, uh, you know, with what you're doing. Cause you, you mentioned uh, getting these write-ups and is, is it strange for you to, to, to see you getting covered by these uh, like, you know, different outlets, these bigger outlets? Yeah, man. It's uh, yeah, just, it is because um, for so long, I didn't have like love in my own city, you know? Mm-hmm. So like have like people elsewhere in international or wherever, or even like like Revolver and AP, like I was reading those magazines in high school, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, circuit, all that stuff. Like, so to have like, just to be a part of that now and like have like people who are on that staff you know, listen to my music and really feel it and be like, yo, this is, this is the next wave, you know, or like, this is dope. Like, let's like, we're, we're going to put like, genuinely these people are excited about it. You know what I mean? Cause they could easily say fuck off, you know, like, you know, obviously my, you know, my team emails whoever, and we just hope for the best. But as of recently, like people are just like, it's turning their heads. They're like, what, what is this? But also, this is like, we see that this is like, we see the work, the hard work into that you put into this. So like, we're not just gonna off it, you know? Yeah. And that's cool. Cause then they take time to actually like look at the videos and like analyze that. And then the album just dropped today. So the people that we did send it to, um, like, you know, I, like you and like a couple other people, like it was just out of like pure hope that like, people were into it you know what I mean I because I, we didn't know what to expect dude like, like to me I, I know in my head like it slaps and it's like something that people can get behind but also it's like it's not or I, don't, I just don't know what to think about it anymore you know what I mean because I, I, I like it's honestly just me so I never cared about what people thought about me as a person so now that like have like a solo album that reflects me in a way as my artistry of now, it's just kind of like, I mean, this is what it is. If you fuck with it, cool. But I'm, I never expect people to like it or like, uh, like you said, like, like why you do the podcast? So you just do it because you love it. And hopefully if people who catches on cool, if not cool too, you know, but you're going to keep doing it, you know? So same, same thing with the music. I'm just ideas that I just want to do and test out and then that people can connect and relate cool. If not, cool too like you know give me a try though you know for sure i I feel like once you put it out there it's just kind of off to the races you can't really do much people are gonna you know feel whatever type of way they are and you can't really control it so you gotta just kind of just keep doing you that's the most important thing yeah and you know again like i of course there's artists and people who would say like they they put stuff out and then it's whatever but you Mm -hmm. know of course i want people to like like it because um 
Because it's you. You know, like, honestly, like, I don't know anyone that wants to, like, be hated or, like, just say, like, yo, your work sucks. You know, that that's all if you are. But there might be a couple of people like that out there. But, yeah, man, that's, I, I just, like, wanted to, like, do something that really was just me, you know, mm-hmm. with no, like, no fillers, no, like, well, what if, you know, just, like, just do it. I mean, like, what do you got to lose? So going back to the record was uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember correctly because I've listened to the record a couple times. Was uh, was Gone the first track that you did singing on? Yeah, that was the first track that introduced singing on the record. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And um, were you uh, you know nervous to introduce that uh, element to your music, or is that something you've always done? Um, I was a little nervous, but like when I like when that song. Uh, when I first heard the instrumental to that song and then when I add the guitar to it, it just like, that's just what came to my head. Like, yo, I got it. Like, I got to sing it. I got a pop punk emo vibes. Like that's, that's the mindset. Mm -hmm. So I just went with it. And are you you happy with the way that came out? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's probably what it's probably one of my favorite songs on the album, honestly. Uh, Someone told me, uh, it's like, oh, give me Juice World vibes, which is cool. So, I mean, I think it's, um, yeah, man, I, I like, I loved how it turned out because, like, uh, it just, it's just different, you know? And I don't think anyone expected me to, like, sing. No. Just, like, just, just singing on that yeah. track, you know? I was definitely caught off guard when I was um, running through it. I was like, oh, this is different. And then I was also even uh, curious if, like, that was you. Because I was like, did he bring somebody else in for that? Or or was that um, you know, him doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I got really confident about my singing after I did the, the Drip uh, Kiss of Life uh, record. And I sung on um, the track Kiss of Life. And after I heard how well I I did that. I was like, all right, I can, I can sing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm so like weird about it. Like I can actually sing like, so at least like hold a tune. I think I, I, I kind of like on purpose, like for like the gone track, like made it kind of like, what was me vibes, but that was like intentional. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I, um, that, in, that and calm the calm, the storm, those are like, two tracks I kind of like single and, and they're probably my favorites. No, no, I'm, I'm definitely into it. I like when people are able to kind of tap in and just, uh, you know, do different stuff. Cause obviously, uh, to have one thing sound, um, you know, pretty similar is cool. But then when you tap into you know different vocal patterns like that, I, I think it's awesome. And we get to see a different side of you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, it's, you know, the album is pretty heavy and like abrasive. So I, I definitely want to like, showcase that like hey i can like chill it out and there's there's some other like dynamics to my like vocal abilities besides like my like rough gruff growl i got or you know how i project when i like do my everyday vocals for geology for the most part it's just they're the same but um i try to do a little bit different nuances every once in a while to like show like just 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 to show like different influences you know like gone was really influenced by like i said like pop punk emo like those type of vocals um the calm storm was inspired by like shoegazy vocals guitar kind of drowned out 
um, washed out. So like, yeah, I hope, I hope people like catch on to that. Like Tide is like really slow and kind of like creepy, but, um, and also singy, but not even, it's kind of like opera-y, opera-y in a way. Um, but just Nine Inch Nails vibes, like this industrial, like kind of uncomfortable. So yeah, man. I just wanted to show that and then to show that like, you know, I, I, I like, you know, cause I, I never really considered myself a rapper either, you know, like how I articulate the, my words and stuff are in a hip hop way. So I gotta like be aware of that, but I, I never like, if you like was like, Hey man, bar for bar, like I'm not trying to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I could, if I really wanted to, and I have rapped that way, but that's just, I'm not really pressed on like how, how, how well you rhyme words, honestly, um, and how fast or like, I just, I respect that, but like, that's just like something that I'm just never was into as far as my artistry. So like when people give me the rap title, I try to just like make it known that like, yo, like I'm not, I'm not trying to like out rap you or, or out lyrics you, yo. So like, don't even, don't even like come at me on that. Cause I don't care, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You uh, appreciate it, but yeah, it's like you're, you're not going out there to to be a battle rapper. You're just yeah, doing yeah, you. I, yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah, I love, and I hope people like, because again, like music's competition, and um, for some people, and especially rap, rap's very competitive. But um, so so is like any other music. I feel in a way, because at the end of the day, like people are, it's competitive because like you're pushing to get this like out. So even if you're just competing with yourself. But yeah, no no disrespect to rap. I love rap. And I, I just I just always uh, felt weird when, or or just to be like, some people just think I was a rapper because I'm a man of color, you know? So, and, and that was for a while, I had to like, let people know like, yo, this isn't really like rap like that. Like, like, like you would think it was like, maybe the instrumentation is, but I'm not, that's not my, like my mindset, you know? Yeah, it's, it's definitely like inspired by, you know, but who knows? I, I guess so. Like, I guess that's just what happens. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> it's like, you know, like, again, like, I don't know, you know, yeah. I'm just doing, I'm just doing it. I'm just doing whatever I feel like. Yeah, I, I I think it's important for people to recognize that you're just doing you instead of trying to put you into a, a like a box when it comes yeah. to these categories of music. It's just like no, like this is, uh, you know, eulogy and it is what it is. Just go yeah. listen to it, take what you yeah. want from it, but um, you know, just don't put it in a box. It, it's its own thing. Definitely, yeah. It's that's all I want people to like. I mean, again, like it it. It cro- and if you have a Venn diagram, it crosses lots of things. So, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm just like, I know if, so, if you just take the time to listen to it, you're going to vibe with something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause but, you're a fan of music and you're pulling from all the, the uh, different genres that you're into. Right. So there's going to be a, like a little crossover that people are going to be familiar with and that they will enjoy. Right. So that's why, I, so even to answer your question about the, was I nervous about putting out a full link? Kind of, because I know in this day and age, some people don't sit through pieces of music. You know, I do, I'll mm-hmm. put on an album and just put it on, clean up around the house or put the headphones on and walk, rock around the block and really take it in. But I'm pretty sure you, you do the same thing, but some people don't, you know, they get an album and they 
listen to the first 10 seconds and skip and then you know whatever skip or like they list, they look for the singles first and like you know um excuse me that's that's a way to go about it but i always ever since i was young i would just pop in the cd or tape or whatever and just try to listen to it front to back to really take it all in because um growing up a lot of things were like single based and you'd only know about one two songs on the album and then the rest if you didn't have the album you would never even know what it was you know so i was always uh grateful to like have a full piece of music from an artist and just listen to it throughout yeah i'm weird when it comes to albums i want to listen to it in its entirety because i always feel like okay this is their body of work i want to experience it as a whole and again not um, we always don't have like you know the like right amount of time to listen to a whole album front to back but uh, for me if i'm uh, you know uh, I have the luxury while I'm at work, I'm, I'm able to listen to podcasts and music. So when I'm going through my long work day, I'm like, all right, cool. Like I know I'm going to have time to get through this whole album. So that's why I, I always get excited when I like wake up and there's like new albums out. I'm like, okay, cool. This is what I'm going to, uh, you know, dive into while I'm at work and just kind of be in my own like flow and get to uh, check it out and try to, you know, bond with it. And I always kind of feel like I, I, I treat it like when I watch like a TV show, like obviously like I'm going to want to watch everything in order to, to be able to understand the story correctly. And if I feel like if I skip a track, I'm like, oh, shit, like I'm missing a little bit of something that I should have had before. And, you know, there are instances, obviously, like I'll skip straight to like my my most favorite track. But um, when I want to listen to like a, a whole album, I'll, I'll do it front to back. I, I don't really like skipping because to me, I'm just like, that's kind of annoying. Yeah, definitely. Or sometimes like I'll listen to an album and I'll get a song three and I'm like, damn, that song was tight. I'm mm-hmm. replaying, you know, but I always still try to like go through everything um, just because like I'm an artist and I, I know how musicians are like they're like they they make song one two three four five or whatever in order or put song six there in the middle between all of it for like there's reasons behind it so like mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of thought that is put into that so um i try to just like take it in for the body of art it is but again like you said you sometimes you don't have the uh the the time to uh to listen to pieces of music front to back we're all busy yeah and i i think it's fun too like when you're listening to an album and you get to like that one block of the album where it's just like you know four or five bangers in a row and you're like holy shit this is this is this is why i do this because it's it's awesome to just kind of have that you know that that sequence and you're just like you know and for me i always like wonder like like do they know that these like you know four or five songs in a row were that good is that why they put them you know back to back or is this just um you know or is this just like you know whatever like these are just the songs that i really enjoy nobody else like could you know give like any special care to you Nah, it's probably on purpose. Fans, fans, man, they they know what they're doing. It, it, sometimes it's that hit them with them, you know, just like, cause uh, a lot of it's a mood, you know what I mean? I remember growing up, a lot of the songs and EPs that I would get or albums would uh like track six was track six was always slow, it was always like the real slow like, or the ballad. I remember like growing up, it was always like that, like for some real reason. Um, uh, so I think uh, things like that are intentional, you know? Um, I put Tide in the middle of the album because I knew it was like, I wasn't going to end or start with it, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so uh, it was like one of those, I think it was one of those uh, songs that like, you had to like hear the hype stuff first before you could hear like the drone out stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, you talk about hype stuff, uh, hot boy, whenever I want to get like pumped up or, or, you know, uh, hyped that song always does it. That, that song has always like been awesome. 
Awesome. Thanks, dude. Yeah, that's uh, that uh, the video dropped today, actually. Um, uh, so go check that out when, when we're done with this. Um, yeah, that's like the anthem song for the album, I feel. Uh, that was just like me feeling myself and trying to like encourage others to like feel themselves. Uh, it was definitely one of those songs where like in my head, I was like, I'm just gonna say hot boy like a whole bunch of times and like, like I, I, I took it as like uh, when like hardcore like shows and like there's like a chant and everyone's just like throwing a pal on like, mm -hmm. You don't might not even know what it is, but by like the third measure, you're like, oh, okay, I know what they're saying. I'm about to get in on this, you know. So that yeah. was like my vibes for Hot Boy. Like by like the second time you hear it around, you're like, all right, <laughs> I'm singing Hot Boy too, you know. Yeah, just jump in and participate. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm um, Hot Boy. Is just that was that was one of my hype. That's just like a hype song. Uh, it's kind of like drilly, dubby industrial it's a it's a weird track but it, it it spoke to me and um i just i don't know i just did my thing on it, it it's kind of like about like f f f you to everyone who kind of was like my homie who kind of like turned their back on me or like the town like my town town drama that i've been through just like everyone who's kind of just like was trying to off me it was just like yo it was like my song to be like yo fuck all y'all like i'm gonna do this with her without you and i'm actually gonna get it done and then what are you going to have to say? Like, you can't say anything now because like, you've already talked about how you disliked it. But like now when everyone else comes around and this shit's hot, you can't like be a part of it. Cause like, then you would just look crazy. So that was like hot boy. It was really just like an anthem to like me overcoming bullshit in, in my city. Cause again, like this whole come up for me doing this, I got a lot, I've gotten a lot of hate and for whatever reason, people like wanted to like rock with it, but uh, a lot of people like were yelled, you're on the right track if like you're like a people responding this way. So keep it, keep it going. So that's like, that's for all y'all, the, the haters. <laughs> but also it's like, like you said, it's, it's for encouragement. It's like, it's because I know people go through bad days. I know like people like are in your head sometimes and like, just to be like, yo, all right, like I can do this. like. Hot boy, it, it, it's not really, I wish it was, it's, it's gender neutral. I know I'm saying hot boy, but you know, it, it's really just to hype, hype anyone up too, you know? Yeah. It doesn't have to, you don't have to be a boy. And what are the vibes like now in your city? Are, are Do you still feel like you have a lot of uh, naysayers or do you feel like you're getting more support? I do, but it's like, so the thing is with Baltimore is like, there's people who control like the magazines or the blogs or whatever that might go along with that. And most of those people don't like me. So like, I'm not getting any love when it comes to like any of that stuff, which is fine. Like it's, it's kind of like at this point, it's like, I know it's strategic and it's on purpose. So like, I can only laugh it off because it's like, I'm getting love in like revolver. So like, I don't care about like the magazine the hometown. And like, also like I've helped cultivate this whole scene. So like, I'll tell that story later, like how I'm kind of like, laying the eggshells now like i've been through a lot of shit here so like mm -hmm. it, to the point where like people have like strategically tried to off me so it's like at this point it, like at first i was like damn like i already knew like i wasn't going to get any love here you know what i mean mm -hmm. like, from from day one like like since like the past two years like yeah it's not happening like i mean there's people here who like ride for me but not 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 like how you think it should be you know what i mean mm -hmm. so, 
go, which is fine because at the end of the day, like, like I said, I've been at this since 04. So like, you know what I mean? Like, if you know, like everyone who's a hater, like you're only hating because like, you know, I'm just at that point now. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of sad, but people like, I can't like force anyone to do anything, but I like, when I look, it's been people like, I'll, I'll be walking around the streets because Baltimore's small. I'll like look people in the eye that I know have said something off about me when I'm passing them, mm-hmm. hoping that they'll say something to me or start a conversation and they'll just like walk away or like they won't say anything. So it's just like, damn, you said, I, and it's like, these are like, you know, I have like screenshots and like, uh, like emails of just wild things people uh, have like tried to, you know, say about me. So like, it just makes me feel really powerful, honestly, because it's like, dude, even that didn't stop me. You know what I mean? And now again, it's like, at, at this point, it's like, what are you guys going to even do or say now to like, try to stop like the vision? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's kind of like, I've just lived not long enough to see, see myself be the villain at this point, you know? The villain in their eyes. In their eyes, yeah. yeah. But it's cool because but it's cool too because it's like it's just funny to me because it's like, wow, man, it's like people are really fake. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know about where you live, but like just like some people, like I said, like some people do this music shit for all the wrong reasons, you know? Mm-hmm. And like a lot of those people, um, I don't want to say they're gatekeepers, but like a lot of people who are in charge of the shows and a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, like they're not some of the best people, at least around here. So like, I don't know, man, it's, it's weird, dude. Like, I just like, I just try to like tell my story and like maybe other people can relate, you know? No, I, I, I totally get that. Like as much as I would love for, uh, you know, our scene to be, or, and I'm not speaking about like, you know, out here where I live, like you know, as, as much as I would like our scene to be united and everybody on the same page, uh, you know, it's not realistic because uh, obviously there's so many different friend groups. Not everybody gets along. Um, you know, I've uh, heard of like, you know, uh, beefs here and there. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. That doesn't involve me. And I don't really want to get involved. Um, uh, I'm just trying to, you know, promote the scene and talk about um, you guys. Like, and I speak, and I say you guys, I, I mean the bands. So I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, pump, uh, you know, everybody in Orange County up and just uh, make everybody more aware. Uh, and it sucks that it's just not going to be possible because, you know, there's always, like I said, not everyone's always going to get along. So the fact that that's true, uh, I, I honestly feel like we'll never be truly united. So I've kind of accepted the fact that, um, you know, there's always going to be haters um, and not everybody is going to want the same stuff, which is totally fine. So that's why I always just try to stay positive and just do my thing and, you know, give people like you a voice who, uh, you know, w- which sucks, too, because uh, y- you think. Uh, you know, you're working hard and you're even trying to put on for your area. So you, you would think that, you know, that's where they're going to want to show you love first. Cause you're like, holy shit, this guy is out here doing, you know, like your band drip and then you're doing your solo stuff, which is, you know, um, resonating with a lot of people. And you, you think that your town would want to be stoked on you for, you know, you being out there, putting yourself out there and doing awesome stuff. But, but it sucks that they're out there just, you know, not really wanting to support and, you know, and hating what you do. Yeah. It's all good though. Like, I think that just comes with the, uh, that just comes with it. Like I think any any band that's or artist that's kind of on the rise, I feel like I've talked to other musicians and artists and they've like they've kind of been through the same thing in a way, you know? Like mm-hmm. the point where like you just you don't outgrow your city, but like, you know, uh, this I mean again, this music thing is kind of com- competitive and like some people do get jealous and envious of the positions that some artists or musicians get that they don't and 
you know, instead of like trying to figure out how they can get to that point, they just kind of hate. And I can't like talk for anyone, but you know, it, it does happen. So the more that I've found out that like, yo, you're not the only one that's been through it, it, it kind of just like made me not feel too bad about it. But it, mm-hmm. it also hurts because uh, like I said, I've been like booking shows and putting on events, not even myself for like years. So, um, and I know for a fact that I like, as a man of color, I'm like the first to do a lot of things here. So um, it's kind of like, weird but this city is kind of weird anyway so it's all good but doesn't it suck that uh you know it's not it's not like you're taking these opportunities from them it's like you know they just need to kind of help themselves and like wouldn't it make more sense to uh, to want to work with somebody like you who's uh you know kind of uh, like i said doing this cool band uh, you're doing your soul stuff and you're getting out there and wouldn't it be like, like okay cool this guy's from my hometown obviously this stuff is attainable so why don't i reach out try to link up and maybe we can eat together instead of you know uh, you know I mean, kind of there's, dividing there's, there's- there's definitely people who show me love, you know, and there's definitely people who show me love like behind the scenes because they're scared to show me love because, you know, X and O don't like me. But again, like I'm fully aware of it. So uh-huh. I'm just like, I think my whole existence is kind of like to shake things up in a way. So like, it's just, that's the cards I've been dealt and like, I'm here to take it. Like, you know, I'll take it to the chin because at the end of the day, like, I'm happy and I know like I work hard, like I work my nine to five for now, like I come home, like I do what I gotta do, I pay my bills, like I don't owe nobody nothing, like I don't, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm living like the in like a good life and like trying to just create positivity and inspire. So mm-hmm. if you don't like me or like, you know, people don't wanna support, that just is kind of like them projecting in a way, you know? Cause at the end of the day, I, I question myself a lot too. I'm like, damn, like, this is crazy. Like sometimes it's like even friends will bring it up. They're like, dude, people are like are purposely just not even going to bring it up. You know what I mean? Like, and at this point it's kind of like, you know, I talked to everyone on my team and we're like, it doesn't matter. Like I'm, I'm trying to start an empire. You know what I mean? So like, it, it's just, I, I got to roll with the punches. Not everyone's going to like me. And, and, and unfortunately, yeah. like, you know, there, there are people in my city, city who love me, but there's a lot of people in my city who, are the people who have control of things who don't and that's the problem you know because it's 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 dude it's it's a small scene here i'm talking about like five venues you know Mm -hmm. like a couple promoters eight max you know what i mean if that including me maybe you know like and and when anyone comes to the hardcore like scene that's even smaller you know so but again, like uh, all the right people know who I am. And even if they don't want to like show love, they, they over the past couple of months, people have definitely like made it known that like, Hey, I see, I see you out here and I see what you're doing, you know? So yeah. again, I get it. Like everyone, everyone kind of plays their position. Cause again, like, you know, everyone wants to, wants to, to be in the limelight. I'm not in it for that. But I also, I think what I do is kind of powerful, man. You know what I mean? Like, it, so whether it's intimidating or like it's offsetting for some people like i think at this point in my life like i'm so set in my like who i am that when i get around others who are kind of like iffy it makes them feel a certain type of way you know what i mean yeah like they're just insecure about themselves because they see you so comfortable in your own skin yeah yeah like it like trust me like i'll hear stories or people even like you know ex-bandmates like who said things i'm like how'd you feel that way? Like mm-hmm. I, that 
you're totally wrong. You know what I mean? And like, so, but I, I think that's just like growing up or just being adults now and just like, like, you know, this past year, the pandemic, this, there's so much going on that like, I don't know, I don't think a lot of people like are rooting for others right now. You know what I mean? Like, that's so weird to me that, that that's, that's so weird to me because I've like uh, uh, through um, even like, you know, my younger days, I, I've always wanted to see uh, my friends or people who I admire succeed. I've never uh, you know prayed for anybody's downfall or for anybody to fail at what they're doing because uh, um, it, it doesn't, doesn't benefit me in any way if, uh, you know, somebody. Uh, uh, record flops or um, you know tour gets canceled show gets canceled whatever um, it doesn't benefit me in any way i i feel um, like it's just never been a, a thing for me to to want to see somebody fail and, and like I, i've said on here before like there's there's not enough time for, for any of us so i always try to maximize you know my happiness and the things that i want to do so I, I can't cut in um you know chunks of time for me to to, to want to uh, you know, pray for people's downfall and get weird satisfaction out of seeing people fail at, um, you know, what they're trying to do. Cause uh, it, it's hard enough to, to get through the day and it's hard enough to, to put yourself out there and try to, you know, do things that, that you truly are passionate about. And, you know, it, it just never made any sense like to me to, to do that. And so, just, and to me, it's just whack. Like those, those kinds of people uh, make me sad when I, 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 cause I've been around those kind of people who are like, you know, weird and like sinister and like get weird pleasure out of seeing people who they like, you know, hate or their peers fail. It, it, it just, it's weird. It just makes no sense to me. Yeah. It's whack. But again, like, I think like, like Jamie, that's just what I'm here for. I feel like, I really feel like, you know, like that whole, like everyone's got a purpose, like, mm -hmm. cool. My purpose. My purpose is to like be in situations that I'm not technically supposed to be in, quote unquote. But then I'm here and I'm gonna shake it up and I'm gonna like make you feel a type of way. And like I'm gonna still put the album out and I'm still gonna be successful. And like if you don't like it, cool. But like you can't like you not liking what I do is not gonna stop me. Yeah, you're. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's what I realized. Like I would get, I would, dude, I would get, I would get sad, bro. Like I, writing this album and doing all that stuff, like. I would get sad, like being like, damn, I don't have like support. Like I see someone else doing whatever, and like people are in the town are like hyping it up. And I'm like, damn, like I really thought like, not to say I'm better, but like, like, uh, you know, are you a Kanye fan? Do you listen to Kanye? Uh, to be honest, I've, I've never really been a big Kanye fan. Okay. Well, he has this line and he's like, um, uh, he's like, um, he's like, oh, fuck, what's he say? He's like, he's pretty much like, um, He's pretty much be like, yo, am I not dope? He's like, oh, I can't even think of the line now, but pretty much he's like questioning himself. He's like, am I not, not, am I not good enough? Like, I'm starting to question myself now, mm -hmm. but like, and I was like, so I got kind of got, like, like, he's, like, like I was saying, like, I kind of got to that point where I was like, damn, like, where I like, because I wasn't in support, I was like, am I, am I, am I, is this not a, like a good idea? You know what I mean? So. But whatever, man. Daggers, bro. Like that's where the daggers comes from. It's just like stab, jab after jab after jab. Like just people just like poop, poom, poom, poom. You know, and like me just taking it. So yeah, I feel like if you just keep working at it, you're gonna get to a point where you're gonna be undeniable, and people are gonna have to, you know, not really have to, but they're not gonna be able to to actually be a real hater if that makes sense. Because obviously, like they'll, they'll still hate you, but obviously, it's just them being a hater but not because the music sucks but because they suck if that makes sense yeah and i've always just wanted to be like i take myself seriously man like my heart seriously like i like like you said like a sound professional i want i want everything i do to sound like 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 even if i wasn't like being picked up or like recognized i feel like 
if you heard my music, you'd be like, damn, this is serious. You know what I mean? This is professional. Cause like, I ne that's, that's how I want to be seen. So like, that's why I take the time and energy and spend the extra whatever to like get things mixed and mastered and like whatever. So like people can take this seriously because like at the end of the day, like, like you said, we don't do this for anybody else. You know, I do it because I'm serious about my art and music and uh, I want it to be the best it can be. There's a track that I'm curious about, uh, track 12, 2020. Uh-huh. Can you t uh, talk about that track? Yeah, sure. Um, that was, like, inspired by, like, uh, the Ramones track. 2020, 20, 24 hours ago, I won't be sedated. Just because uh, I was thinking of, like, um, that just that song. And it's, like, uh, at the time when I wrote it, like, uh, I was, like, always on the go, like, meeting people and being like, yo, all right, cool. But like, I got another show. Like, I'm not even gonna like, I'm only here for you at this moment. Um, but like, this is what I'm about. That's why it's like, Luigi switched up the flow. Um, doesn't really have to do anything with 2020 of the year. It just so happened that 2020 was last year and that was the name of the track, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like um, 2020 just always gonna have like this negative connotation along with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, that's why we were gonna write it out 2020, or it was suggested we write out 2020, and I was like, nah, that's not like, I don't want people to really associate it with the year. It just so happens that this was written in 2020. The song was actually written in like 2018, so. <laughs> Is ever uh, like, you know, obviously using lyrics from so long ago, obviously, um, uh, do you do a lot of revisions or do you like to keep the way that it is um, when it was written so long ago? Some revisions, but like there's like there's one thing i revised on top down because like people were trying to say it was like problematic and i was just like oh, it's not but like let me just switch it so like people don't like say anything weird because i don't even want to deal with that but um not for the most part I, I didn't really change anything lyrically but i did change like how i like articulated myself and how i said said these things after i like redid the album um, and 2020 was one of those tracks where uh, I just like, just like, just me, just kind of vibing off of like a couple of older hip hop vibes that like I was into. And I, I, I wanted to like uh, just express like, you know, that type of flow, but also um i'm only dabbling you know but yeah 2020 was just like just be just me being like yo this is what it is but also like thinking about uh meeting people and being on the road and seeing them and then like i don't even know what i'll see you again like because you know when you play shows and you travel like you kind of don't know if you're like see these people again you know what i mean um and even though there was no shows uh I felt like I should still put on the album because, like, I feel like it was just like, I feel like a bandhead kid can re can relate. You know, if you're a bandhead, like, you're like, yeah, can't be late for this because I got a show. I'll see you when I see you. And so that was just like the the ethos and the mindset for that song. And was it important for you to have Wagon on the album? Uh, yeah, because Wagon kind of like, um, you know, like. I feel like wagons what stuck wagons what like made me realize I was on to something, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and that's why like it was like, well, we don't want to do the original 
the original wagon because of the sample and even though that's like that's a whole nother story but so he's re-recorded it um and yeah i think like wagon like and that's like my ode to like good charlotte too you know um that's like a band that's from maryland who regardless of what people might say like they inspired me so much like growing up just because they're from maryland you know what i mean and like they were rock stars you know like seeing them on mtv and like whatever like it was like yo this is doable like they're from some small bumfuck area like and like they're like dating nicole richie like what the hell like this is like this is okay you know like so like just just them like being such an influence and like me at a young age even in in and like i got made fun of for listening to them like i remember like all the, like the punk like the punk dudes and people were like dude that's not like punk you're like whatever and i was just like yo shut up dude like i don't care like this makes me feel whatever the way i feel so like um i just had to like put it on there you know like that's the song that i i sent to them when i was like yo i'm doing this project and they were like i was like yo it's kind of like this song like is kind of homage to you in a way and they were like yo this is crazy you know um so i, I yeah i had to put it on there because it and i i just felt like it ended the album perfectly um it was like a it's like a high energy song it's still one of my favorites like favorite songs to play and like people love it um like all types of people love that song it's crazy so uh supreme used it for like an ad so i just it, is, it was just like that song kind of like solidified me off the jump in a weird way like and that was like my first single yeah and you used it for that video for the trailer for the record yeah 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 uh yeah like it's again it's just like I feel like for now, like that's just one of the songs that it wasn't even supposed to be the the song, but that's just one of the songs that are like eulogy. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's a eulogy track. That's people might that might be the only track people like from me, uh, or like might be the first like track that they're introduced to me at. But as you know, if like you're new, like but. Um, yeah, man, I think that song, like, yo, every time I play that song live, people just go eat shit, you know? So it's a big part of the the record. It's a big part of, like, how I got to this point. So I, I just, we just, I was, and, I, and originally it was the first song on the album, but I closed it because I just thought it was, like, I was like, yo, this is going to be so hard to be, like, like, this is such high energy song that I closed the album with. Like, I feel like some people just, like, close the album and it's just, like, it's like, all right, we're out of breath. Like, we're just going to put another track out. And it's just like some slow, like, you're like, well, but I just, I just hit so hard. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just love that song. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a, it's a nice treat. Like here, you made it to the end. We're going to yeah. go out with a bang. Like here's a wagon version yeah. two. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, it's funny. Cause I, I re-listened to, like, I, when I re to it for the first time, like after doing the album, like a week ago. I was like, all right, let me sit down and listen to this. And I was just like, damn, that's crazy. We ended with Wagon, oh shit. Like it's 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 too hype to be the last song, but fuck it. Like, so I'm glad that you felt that too. And how stoked are you that uh, you, you have vinyl? Oh dude, it's crazy, man. I, uh, I mean, it's crazy because we, uh, just a secret for anyone who gets the vinyl. I think as of right now, there's only 54 copies left uh i checked the, like right before i got on the podcast um and um the the 
Mike who mastered it, he figured out how to keep all the low in, which is really hard to do in vinyl because you have to get separate masters for vinyls and digital. So like he figured out how to like, with the compression, I'm not too versed in um, all that stuff yet. I'm still learning, but he pretty much made it, figured out how to make it so that like, it's still gonna thump, you know, mm -hmm. on your little speakers that most people have for their vinyls. Like most people don't have like a nice like system for vinyls, it's like a built-in speaker or like a little whatever they get. So it's gonna sound nice on regardless of what it's being played on. So I'm super stoked. Um, it's a collect, it's pretty much like a collector's item. Like I hope, I hope, I feel like a lot of people are actually gonna sleep on it and not get it. Cause I do that a lot on vinyl and then I'll go try to get it and it's gone. So um, I'm just excited for it to like, it like, it completes the whole project, you know, like it's like, it's done. This is it. This is, this marks a piece in time. It's out there, you know, like, so I'm super stoked. Uh, that, that's awesome. When I saw you post about it, I was like, oh, hell yeah. He's going that extra step and putting it to, to, to or going to press it to vinyl. I, I think that was super awesome that you did that because obviously people like to have like, um, you know, physical things. So for, for them to be able to purchase the record and be able to hold it, I, I think that, that's a really good thing. Yeah. Uh, and then um, we're also doing, uh, so every release I've ever done has been put out on cassette, whether it's on like Bandcamp or Spotify, because some of my music's not on everything, like, uh -huh. you know, like, like certain things. And uh, we're going to do a Daggers um, cassette as well. Uh, Gold and Silver, I believe, limited edition. Like uh, we were like, you know, like Pokemon, gold and silver. Okay. Like, uh, so like, uh, yeah, so like uh, just a limited edition gold and silver cassette as well. Um, probably a couple of months after we, after the vinyls like done or um, being shipped out. So uh, just cause like, you know, like I, it's crazy to think that, but I do have fans. So like, and I know people like to collect that stuff. So, and all my merch always sells out. So, um, yeah, we're just gonna do some tapes too. And it's uh we got that and see what happens. We might re-release it maybe later down the line. Who knows? You know how that stuff goes. Yeah. Oh, and thank you for the free merch last time oh, we did the podcast. Yeah, you, man. I had to hook it up, man. Yeah. I hope I like I said, man, I really enjoy you just uh having me on the, the pod and um giving me an outlet to like tell my story, express myself. Um and um yeah, man, like I said, your family, so I got you. Hope hopefully it fits nice. It's very rare. All my merch is rare, man. And this is the first time I ever sold merch online since I've been in, like an artist as eulogy. Like I've oh, always right. sold merch um, just at shows. That's it. Like that was my thing. Like you want it, you got to come to the show. So like that was like a that's kind of like helped me build up a, like a, a core fan base too by like only having physicals at shows. Like don't play with me. Come. Mm -hmm. Like I don't care. Like you gotta you gotta see this to get this piece of shirt or tape or whatever. So. Um, when I did this line, uh, it was the first time like yeah, I sold it, sold stuff online that you could order. And then also the first time that I was like, yo, let me like give some shit to the homies that I fuck with because like I want people to rep this. Yeah, no, I 100% appreciate it. And I, I, it's hanging behind me. I'm obviously people are listening to this, can't see it, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's back there somewhere. Sick. Uh, but, but I, I'm curious. You briefly mentioned uh, masters. I'm curious about like uh, your masters. Like, oh. where do those go? Because I, I was talking to, uh, and I, I can't say it publicly, um, but I, I was talking to somebody on the podcast a while back about their masters, 
And like, I don't know if, if it was like a joke or they just didn't care, but they emailed me th- their masters for the record that they had just put out. And wow. I was just like, this is really interesting. I don't know what to do with them. So they're just like sitting in my inbox. And I was like, this is crazy. I have the masters to this record that, um, you know, hundreds of people out there own. That's cool. That means they trust you. And uh, also they probably like, I mean, the masters is weird. Cause like, you know, uh, some artists own their masters, some artists don't. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't know like your record deal or like your label or whatever you have uh, signed up for some labels, like some people own their publishing and all that good stuff. So like, there's just different uh, things that come along with music and masters and all that, that, that weird part of things. Um, so my masters are, uh, it's weird because I have digital masters and then I have masters for the vinyl, uh, which were, I didn't know that vinyl needed actually, like to be mastered differently. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that either. So I was like, damn, that's more money. All right, that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, sure. uh, it's uh, um, yeah, man, it's, yeah, I could see. Yeah, the masters are cool. That whoever gave you that, just like they just like either own them themselves or like don't care that. You, like it's just really just like the the final pressing. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. final form of uh, the because you can have like wave files or MP3s, but the masters are like this is the it's nice and pristine. This is the package. This is like this is it. Like this is the one we're putting online. You know, or sometimes they don't put my sometimes you get bastards done and you don't like it and then you get, you get it remastered. So, um, there's, there's just, there's so many weird things when it comes to music and that stuff, but yeah, masters are, are, they're pretty cool to have, like, you know, like your average band doesn't send their masters to their fans and stuff. You know I mean? so, like, <laughs> yeah. I was surprised. Like, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I got this email and I'm like, what masters, what is this? And I, I clicked into it and then there it was all the files. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah, so whoever it was just trust you and like because you could take that and literally like put it on Bandcamp and like sell it technically. You know what I mean? If you have someone's masters, like yeah. you could like upload it and go to streams, like it, for you know what I mean. Go to jamierk.bandcamp.com. <laughs> I, I need the money, and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it might get flagged because a lot of times, like depending on like how you the distributor and how you put yourself online, like if someone if you if you did get whoever's masters you have like online it could pop up and say hey this is already like uploaded you know what i mean like certain uh distros can like see that you know so but still it's still cool it's still a cool thing to have because you know like i don't know if you like listen to rock rap podcasts like joe budden and stuff but they always talk about like how a lot of rappers don't own their masters and mm-hmm. really, like you know they don't get them back to like 50 years and weird stuff like that so yeah. yeah, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan, and she went through like a whole debacle uh, mm-hmm. last year with her masters, and that's why she's uh, right now in the process of, of putting out her her old records, but re-recorded. But this time, she she's gonna get to own those masters and you know, yeah, get all the revenue from it. Because sometimes you can like it's such it's just it's so weird when it comes to that stuff. But like, there's some things where you can like record the album re-record the album and then there's what those are new masters so then you can own those masters mm-hmm. and it, like technically a different album because it's nothing's going to turn out come out come out the same you know what i mean yeah so uh i think that's kind of like what she did like um but that's super crazy too because like you're just re- really just re-recording all your tracks which probably for her will turn out better you know because they're like 
she's redoing it all. Like, yeah, I, I feel like uh, from what we've heard so far, they've sounded awesome. And the fact that she's like, like obviously her voice has matured over the years, and the mm. fact that she gets to do these little tweaks here and there that she's probably yeah. been wanting to do for years Absolutely. and probably thought she was never going to be able to do. So the fact that it's now happening, and um, and I I know a person. You know, here's some breaking news. I know a person who uh, has a hand in like doing her merch. So for for people who are fans of uh, the album Fearless that she's um, putting out, um, you know the Taylor's version. There's going to be like this sick line of merch coming out that I've already seen. Yeah, yeah I love when, uh, some some of those pop artists got some good like designers behind them. Like they're like like they're like hip. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like. They're, they're still getting the, the cool merch done that like kids like us will still buy. But um, that's, yeah, like Masters, uh, the whole that whole part of uh, the music parts uh, is, I feel like only um, certain people care if they don't have their Masters or not. But yeah, all my Masters, I have my Masters, all my music to, that I've had, like um, the, now what can I do with them? That's like another story, but yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's, most artists should have most artists you know are going to have their masters just because it's like um you know it's really important money on it. yeah it's important it's like it's like a it's, it's like the fight you know it's like it's like it's like the cd in and on on a file you know like without the art and stuff so and anyway. well i uh, appreciate you coming on and talking about the new album daggers but i'd be remiss if i didn't ask you about drip it's been a minute. Obviously, you've been busy with um, working on uh, the latest Eulogy album, but I'm curious, is there any movement going on with Drip? Are you guys working on yeah. anything new? Uh, so, um, the like I said, we demoed the album. I'm still writing lyrics to it. Um, we'll probably, I'm gonna, my guess is uh, we're gonna probably record the album, I wanna say in the summer, fall. Um, it's crazy, man. Like you, you, you know what? Like our guitar player was just up recording with uh, our producer um, a couple weeks ago, and he said that when he was up there, some guys in like these hardcore bands were like, "Yo, Brennan, I need the Drip album," and Brennan's like, "The guitar player is right here." Because like again, like we're kind of a mysterious band. It's like mm-hmm. uh, so he like that hyped them up a lot, and um, dude, it's weird, like ironically we're like out here uh and, and like people know about us you know um i'm not gonna like mention any names but some like some bigger names in hardcore are definitely like let it let us let me know that they like see us and like we're out here you know and um i'm just excited for like the album really you know because i think the ep is doing exactly what we wanted to do like like i said we when we first started the band we just wanted to put it out and just have it out and it, it like i've seen i saw the other day a kid on TikTok like uh making a video to blood drops like singing along to it and i was just like what the fuck that's like, crazy you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it's like we're not like we're out here but like we're not pushing it like that but it's good enough for people to like recognize as a serious band you know what i mean so mm-hmm. like um i'm just happy that it's like like the plan that we had for it is, is going exact according to right on schedule you know it's 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 it's, i mean i'm so proud of that that ep like uh i listen to it every day you know um i just can't wait i think i think the next step is for us since you know shows are still a question mark is we're gonna do like a a live uh, video of that entire ep you know what i mean um 
we got we've gotten asked to do some live streams and stuff but we're, we're just holding back because like uh we're, we're we're adding people to our band so i don't want to present the band until it's you know at what it's going to be you know like i don't want it to like like because we got asked to do some some like live streams and i was like yeah we could get like the homie to fill in for bass but like i don't know i'm just so particular how we want to present this because i like we just want to do it right and like so i just don't want to people get confused with like who's that member who's that guy like who's that drummer like now nah, you'll you'll know who everyone is when like the time's right so right now we're just trying to like figure out like how we want to do the album as far as um what songs we want to keep on it or what songs we want to take away and just like do that do that it's crazy bro it, it's it's really going to change the game and, and i think it's really going to like uh put us like up there with like everyone else that's kind of in rotation right now i think it's awesome like i said i'm into the music and i'm i can't remember if i told you like on air or off air but i uh, you know talked to some local people and mentioned the name drip and they were surprised that i knew who you guys were so um, you know i feel like you guys definitely are making the rounds and people are aware of what you guys are doing and um yeah I, i'm definitely anticipating what you guys do next when it comes to the next record uh definitely looking forward to it because i was a fan of the demo yeah man thanks so much yeah and like i said like i've just been oh like I've been trying to keep it separate from eulogy, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just want, I don't want people to be like, oh, that's the drip, the singer and drips and eulogy. Like, no, like drip, just drip, you know? So like, I've, I've been strategically trying to like keep it as its own entity. And I think it's working. Cause again, a lot of people don't even know that like I'm in eulogy or uh, actually a lot of people don't even know that like I was like a man of color too. So it's cool that like, we're just kind of like, just our music's just out there and people just vibing off that you know what i mean and that's that's all i wanted so uh, i'm super stoked like we've like we've been put on some like radio shows and like people have like put us on some really dope playlists and i just keep seeing like every week like random love from people that like are in the hardcore scene so i'm stoked i'm stoked for our future and like uh i can't wait to like uh really get out there and show people like what we have to offer as far as live performance because i know that's really going to be like the deal breaker for us yeah and it's, it's, it's going to be nice to have you guys in the mix playing with uh you know not only bands in your local area but just uh, you know when, when bands stop by and then obviously they'll get to see you guys perform and then word will start to spread even faster yeah yeah man i'm dude i'm so ready to, like for that phase um i'm we're just trying to be it sucks cause, like we talk about it all the time we're like dude like we literally waited this long to like put out an ep and like purposely not play shows and then the pandemic hits and we're like did we make the wrong decision but yeah it's i like, think like i think everything's just going the way it is and we're yeah. just we're just we're like we're trying to like strategically plan but we're also just letting the earth take its course and do its thing so we're not trying to like get too caught up on like mother nature and, and the pandemic and you know we're we're i'm fully vaccinated um we're trying to encourage you know the people around us and to get vaccinated and you know or just to be safe as possible but um we know like once live once the live aspect is brought into the picture it's it's a wrap like we just we just know because it's that energy is definitely there so you, you don't mind having a government chip implanted in your body i mean we'll see dude i'm already on google so <laughs> 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 and I'm, for everybody listening, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I plan to get vaccinated. I want everybody to, to, to be safe, whether you're vaccinated or not. I, I just want to beat this thing and, uh, you know, for all of us to kind of just move in a positive direction. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm blessed. I work at a hospital, so I, it was offered to me in like December, January. Oh, so, so you've been vaccinated? Yeah, yeah, I've been vaccinated completely since mid January. Oh, that's so crazy! I, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, I, I work in um, administrative role at, in, at Johns Hopkins University, so I, I, I'm kind of like considered a an essential worker, even though I don't deal with patients. Mm-hmm. This is more of, uh, emails and um, and data entry, but yeah, I, I work for the school school of medicine for Johns Hopkins, so they offer me it super early. So I, I was grateful. Just took it. I was I was a little nervous because again, like you know, it's the first of it's vaccines, the first of it, all these things. But um, I took it and I was fine. The second the second round kind of like had me a little like drowsy and like my arm a little heavy, but um, that's about it. I didn't have any crazy side effects or anything. Oh yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear you're able to get through it fine. And you're, uh, you know, you got that extra layer of armor. So you got to obviously still, uh, there's still a pandemic going on, but, um, you're less likely to, to get it. Yeah. I still wear a mask every time I leave the house. Um, I, I still don't really, uh, hang out with like people, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so I'm, I'm just trying to be as safe as possible just because, um, there's so much, so many like unknown factors still, you know, and like, I'm an artist and like, the, my bread and butter is playing shows and touring as, as all of us for all of us so i just want to like make sure like i'm as safe as possible and, and contributing to the the population that's like still quarantining so that we can like somehow get back to some type of normalcy um but then again like live your life you know what i mean like i, I get it like i can't i can't like knock people for like doing whatever they're doing right now and like not taking precautions but just just think about it because it's like we're not we're not done yet you know what i mean so that's that's all i say to people you know i don't want to be no one's dad but just be safe and and be respectful you know because i think that's that's the problem now where like there's so many people who who agree or disagree but it's like which you know we all have the right to do but you know we gotta like you know coexist so like you know, just wear a mask if it, if it's a mandatory. You know, in a spot that you're at. If it's not, then keep it moving. I guess you know. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, How's it over there in Cali though? Like, is it like serious with like the? Because my friend's in Florida and he's like, he's like, dude, no one. I wear a mask and people look at me like I'm crazy. You know. And here in Baltimore, it's kind of like hit or miss. You know, some people are wearing masks still, and some people aren't. Um, everywhere you go, that you have to be inside, you have to wear a mask, but. You know, there's like bars and stuff open, so it's kind of like restaurants are a little bit open now. I think to some capacity, even venues. So yeah, out here in Southern California, where I'm at uh, in Orange County, things are getting better. Uh, like we just um, like out here, we're like put like all the different counties are putting to different tiers of uh, mm-hmm. what level of COVID um, uh, you're at. And we got moved into like the next tier up from where we were at. And I'm trying to uh, explain this the best I can because I kind of stopped paying attention because uh, it was just, uh, you know, our governor's a piece of shit and uh, we're, we're trying to recall him right now. Uh, but that's a whole other story. But anyways, we moved up to, to the next tier. So restaurants um, were able to start allowing indoor dining at a certain capacity. So, so that's back. But uh, for, for the most part, um, uh, masks are still required wherever you go. I know there's a there's one city um, like in like it's a little more south orange county like it's a free-for-all nobody cares uh, mm-hmm. like i i know friends who traveled in just to go out to eat over there like nobody's masked up and they're you know catching fines 
you know, from the the, the state, and it, it, it's crazy. But uh, things are trending in the right direction. Uh, from what's being reported, uh, numbers are going down, but uh, it, it's still a fight. So we're uh, you know getting better, but we're, we're not there yet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I uh, um, I was just curious because you know I feel like it's different depending on state to state, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, trust me. I I went to to Florida in, in October for vacation. And it was it was like night and day versus, uh, you know, from being in California and then flying out there and seeing how things were because I, I like have friends in Florida. So I, I asked them before I flew out, I'm like, yo, like, what's the vibe like? And they told me and I was a little skeptical. I'm like, no way. It's like, you know, that that different. And, and I went out there and I'll, I'll never forget. I was uh, I was uh, like me and the, my friends that we're, um, we're with, uh, we we say this resort every time we go and there's like a target across the street. So we went across the street to, to do some shopping. And I was walking through the target and I had my mask on. And then there's this, uh, this girl walking towards me and I saw her and in my brain, I'm like, what is wrong like with her? I'm, and I'm trying to like analyze, uh, what I think is wrong with her. And then it, it kind of clicks. I'm like, Oh, she's not wearing a mask. I can see her whole face, like her nose, her mouth, everything. I'm like, Oh, that's why she looks so weird to me because I can see her whole face. Cause like, you know, in California, you got to target, like you have to wear a mask, but out there in Florida, it's just kind of optional. Wow. Yeah, so it's oh, a trip, but that's great. yeah, things are getting better. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I just can't wait till they're actually better. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. I think I think we're definitely getting there. I don't. I can't honestly say when or how long it's going to take, but I think just you know more vaccinations and more more percentage vaccinated than not, then we're good. I feel. I think that's like the goal. For sure. For sure. Well, Riddell. This has been so awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to have been able to have you back on to yeah, talk dude. about everything you have going on. But before yeah, we yeah. sign off, is there anything else you want to say or shout out? Um, yo, I just want to say go bump eulogy daggers. Uh, feel something. Get back at me. Let me know how, what you think. Anyone that's down to like maybe collab or write, let me know. I'm open to anything. Um, shout out you. Shout out to all my my friends in Winer again, Soulblind, um, Audrey, uh, Brendan Williams, Spray, P. Morris, all the people who helped me uh, get daggers completed and finished. I, I you know, I'm super grateful. And um, let's shake things up, man. That's it. All right. Well, there you guys have it. Thank you again for tuning in, and we'll be back soon. <laughs> <laughs>